Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, what's up? You are listening to WLPN 105.5 FM Lumpy Radio Chicago. Broadcasting live from Studio Y Ocali in Little Village. And today's host is Adeline and Jennifer. And today we're going to talk about education. Um, not only that, we're going to talk about ACT, high school challenges, high school dropouts, deciding what you want to study after you graduate high school, and obviously college tuition. But First, we want to take a small break, and we'll be back. I'm up a bit on a string, Tracy Island, time traveling, diamond, could have shaped heartaches, to come to find you, boring, some velvet morning years too late. Hey guys, we are back, and we're going to talk about, before we start, we're going to talk about part testing. And Emmanuel's going to give us a little information about that. Hello, everyone. Hey, Emmanuel. So, can you tell us a little bit about part testing? So, well, um, my name is Emmanuel. I'm 13 years old. I'm in seventh grade, and I attend Washington Irving Elementary School. And originally, in, um, in the past, we had, well, we've always had the test called NWA, and that kind of, like, is just, to try to tell the teachers where you are and it also goes to like when you're in seventh grade the high schools look at that test but um and then we also had something called the ISAT test which was like you know another test that we had to take and it took a while and it was like written but now they took off the ISAT test and now they have something called the PARC test spelled P-A-R-C-C and um I don't know why I wanted to clarify that, but <laughs> that's how it's spelled. And they replaced that with the ISAT test, and it's an electronic test, or, like, you take it on a device, not, like, written. And it takes about nine hours, ten hours, I believe. But I, I don't think it's all at once. Um, No, I know it's not all at once, not, I think. Um, right. You take it, you, there's um a two to three units which is like math and reading and then you take um a few different like sessions in each unit so like yeah it's a lot so the other day um well we took park about a while ago like a month or two ago maybe three months and um and then I interviewed my teacher her name's Miss Mahaffey and um I just wanted to like let you guys know a little bit more information about the park test in middle schools and a little bit of the elementary schools. So this is a just a small little recording when I interviewed my teacher and what she thought about the park test. So Okay, now we're gonna listen to the interview that Emmanuel did with the park test. Can you tell me what park is? Park is a standardized test that all students have to take. I believe 
from elementary to high school. Um, it's different from NWEA because it, it does it does not yeah it does not um, change based on the student. It's pretty standardized, and every kid in the same grade level takes the same test. The idea is that it will replace another standardized test that students currently take, and it will eventually count towards requirements for grade promotions and graduations. So then from there, I asked her, um, does this count for any education? And she said, currently not right now. And then I said, if it doesn't count for like, well, it does count for education, but like grades and stuff that we do get like officially. And then from there, I asked her if it doesn't count for any grade portion of ours, then what does it count for? Um, at the moment, I'm not sure because we don't use it um, to evaluate our students just yet, but I hope that in the future when NWA is gone and it's just PARC, that it is more helpful and that it will be used. Thank you, Emmanuel. So now Jennifer wants to ask you a question about the park test. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Emmanuel. So what was your experience with the park testing? Well, it was very stressful. Um, math and reading were the two portions that I had to take, and each one, like I said, had like three different sessions. So it was very stressful. Um, I, I took a little bit over time because I couldn't finish on time, so I took about... 10 to uh, 10 to 11 hours about there to take the test in in a like one one to two week time span and it was like three times a week like Wednesday through Friday or something like that so yeah it was really stressful because it was just so much testing and like this wasn't like about the on the test this was on the teachers but they kind of told us like a day or two before we actually took it which was kind of stressful because we didn't have time to be, like, doing anything, which was, like, really stressful. And then, like, yeah. Okay, stressful. thank you, Emmanuel. And now we're going to talk about the ACT. And first of all, the ACT takes place around April or May all over the United States. And, well, obviously, they're, like, junior year, so they're probably very nervous to take this test. And... They're, they have that type of different emotions, so one of them is like anxiety, stress, depression. So they feel like overwhelmed taking this test. Um, some of them, some students actually do really bad in this test, but like that's because they feel like they have to take it mandatory or it's rushed and everything is like similar to the part testing. And so yeah, this is ACT by George Montiel. Do you know what ACT stands for? American College Test. The ACT is an important test you take in your junior year. It's given to show what a student has learned in school. Many colleges require or recommend that students submit results as part of their admission application process. It lets the student know if they're on track, points out areas they need improvement, and identifies how prepared the student is for success in their career. 
but how the student feels about it is a different story. I took the chance to ask a few of my classmates and teachers at Little Village High School how they feel or felt during the ACT season. What grade level are you in? Um, I'm a junior. How does it feel that the ACT is coming up in a few days? Man, you know what? I'm ready for this. That's all I can say. Are you scared? scared? Mm, a little bit. Do you think it's important? Do I think it's important? Well, yeah, it is important. Why not? What grade level are you? I'm a sophomore. How does it feel that the ACT is going to come up next year? It's scary. Are you prepared? No. Well, no. I'm not. I'm scared. Very scared. <laughs> Do you think it's important? Yeah. Because it's everything you learn during your high school year. Two years that you've been. I don't know. What grade level are you in? I'm a junior. 11. How does it feel that the ACT is coming up in a few days? It's pretty stressing and annoying. Are you prepared? Scared? I'm not prepared and I am scared. Do you think it's important? I don't think your life should be based on a number, but that's life. How does it feel that the ACT is coming up in a few days? Uh, I don't really care. It's going to be pretty hard and we're not going to know everything on it. So it doesn't really make a difference. Are you prepared? Scared? Nah, neither. Do you think it's important? Nah, it's not, it's not really important because it's just a test. <laughs> Al Julius. How did it feel when you were in high school, junior, taking the ACT? I didn't feel any anxiety because my school didn't place any importance on it. So I went into it and just took it as it comes like I did everything in high school. Were you prepared? Were you scared? Uh, slightly prepared because of the I had some good teachers, but overall not prepared for the uh, taking of the actual test, no. Do you think it was important? In the long run, yes. At the time, I didn't see the importance in it. Um, overall, was it important to me personally? Probably not as much as some other people. I didn't really place a lot of value on grades and things like that than most other students might have. I didn't fight to have good grades or anything. I just did whatever I wanted to do, but I also was a good student. The ACT is serious and very important for your future. So study hard, text each other, pop quizzes, and hey juniors, April 18 is a big day and the first step for a better future. Hello guys, now we, me and Jennifer are gonna talk about our experience with the ACT and obviously it, we took it like almost a year ago since we are seniors now. And how was it, Jennifer? Well, my personal experience, it was kind of um, scared because I was, uh, I was a junior and I thought that like my life relied on the ACT for college, so I was really scared and anxious to take it, and maybe that's why I kind of did bad in some parts. Um, do you retake it? Any like, how many times do you retake it? Because I know you could retake it once you take it the first time. I uh twice. You took it twice, yes. and was it like the same emotions you were feeling when when you took it the first time? No, it was kind of better. It was uh since I already had taken it, um. I feel more uh, relaxed. Okay, yeah, because I, when I first took it, I, I actually overslept. I slept late, so I did really bad on it. But, like, I didn't really care about the ACT because I didn't really took it again. And I got accepted to really good schools. Some schools won't look at the ACT, but if you want to do better at the ACT, you should retake it. And, like, yeah, so you won't, you know, it won't affect you in your future stuff.
But now we're gonna have a song break. The song is called Altamar by Zoe. Remember, guys, you are listening to WLPN 105.5 FM Lumping Radio Chicago, broadcasting live from Studio Y, your locality in Little Village. Before we continue our show with education, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the people that were interviewed with um, the ACT George Montiel um, audio piece. And, yeah, special thanks to our, you know, teacher Julius for being so, you know, motivational. And now... Jennifer, what's next in the schedule? Up next, we have High School Challenges, which was um, by you, Madeline <laughs> Salgado. And the this audio talks about high school challenges and what type of uh, challenges um, high school students face. So, yeah, we'll hear more about this in the audio. I'm the type of person that wants to be challenged every day. I challenge myself physically and mentally. My grades are good, and I'm part of an after-school program. We all call it camouflage and storytelling. A tag with Upper Brown and National Honor Society at school. My name is Adeline Tagalo, and I'm 16 years old. Am I a great person, or am I responsible, or just very optimistic? Well, I really believe I'm doing things that other teens are not doing. High school is supposed to be where you learn from your mistakes and also the years where kids blossom into adulthood. So far I'm in phase three. Yes, I'm a junior and it's important to pass all four phases. I've seen kids in my age trying to stay on task but eventually end up being behind. High school is a series of stages where kids are insecure, confused and many other mixed emotions. I've done a lot of things that most people regret like challenging your mom to follow your dreams. But I don't. I'm glad. I've also made mistakes and actually learned from them. Now my mother is proud of having a daughter like me. I've accomplished a lot of things that my brother and sister weren't able to accomplish at my age. I've been to concerts and I've traveled to Kentucky, Ohio, Springfield and the state of Illinois to visit colleges. I earn my own things by working for them. And that's probably why I believe I've succeeded in a lot of things for being my age. The challenges in my life make me stronger. Life isn't easy. Every day is a struggle. It's important to enjoy life. I've read that high school students that don't challenge themselves, life will be more difficult for them. So if you are a person that your parents, peers, or friends don't let you challenge yourself, challenge them. So Adeline, since this was a personal story of how, do you still feel the same way? Do you still have the same challenges or did like things change? Well, when I did this personal, you know, story, I was still when I was in junior year. So I was 16 then, now I'm turning 18. So like, yeah, the challenges I used to have back then, they're not the same no more because now I'm focusing on college, which is really, really more like more stress in a way, but it's. It gets to be, you know, more fun and all that. But, like, overall, I did actually, you know, 
uh, achieve my challenges, the goals I wanted to do in that year. But, like, yeah. So what were, like, some challenges that you had in your junior year, like, that you accomplished? Uh, The challenges that I had were um, both taking the ACT and just preparing to take it. Um, Also, uh, sports, since I was, like, into sports, so it was, like, reading kind of, like, ugh. (laughs) <laughs> it's a hard schedule for me too. So it wasn't like doable schedule, right? Mm, no. So it was like all over the place. The yeah, way. it was, and I had like trouble with my studies at times. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember like our junior year, we I see you like in the hallways like struggling, and I was struggling too in a way because we had the peer pressure with the ACT, and we had to start looking for um, colleges that we want to go or apply to, and we had to be you know on our teachers for a letter of recommendation and all that and the fact that we all me and jennifer already went through that and it's like an amazing accomplishment because um well you feel like relieved in a way but like not as much because you know you already checked that out on your list so yeah like do you want to add anything that you were accomplished in your challenges Mm, we'll just be uh finishing that year with good grades and also being active in my community and after school programs that would be like one accomplishment that was really so yeah just remember guys if you guys are going through that phase the one we went through just you know don't be nervous and then if you guys have any more questions you guys could tweet us at yolokali or like facebook us or anything you guys could come visit us because we have we have resources for you guys that you know if you need help for you know college stuff we have the those resources or we could help you get those resources so yeah now what's next uh up next we have uh high school dropouts by adeline and well this audio is more about like the challenges that high school students have too and when they come through to challenges and more uh obstacles how they just decide to drop out and yeah this audio piece will talk a little bit more about that You are fabulous, amazing, and incredible. I love you. I hurt myself today. All of your friends show up the first day of school and your day goes how it normally would. And all of a sudden, two of your friends stop going to school. You wonder why. And then you try to get in contact with them, but it's like they completely disappear. Not letting you know where they went, why they left, or what caused them to leave. I've experienced friendships like this. They drop out because they're going through a situation that affects their education. But did you know that the high schools in Little Village have a 50% dropout rate, according to newlifeadmit.org? The lack of recreational space, poor educational outcomes, and large numbers of young people creates a prime environment for the development of gangs and gang violence. Don't blame yourself if you ever lose a friend. If you see that one of your friends is struggling and thinking of dropping out, offer them help. Help them until they start to realize that giving up is never the answer. Do what a true friend will do.
So yeah, we're back. And I wrote that piece when I was in junior year. Basically, this piece was it was very difficult to write because it was through through the year when we took the ACT and all that. And I had a lot of friends that felt like pressure. They were like overwhelmed, and they thought they wouldn't make it. So like they actually took the testing really serious, but like in a way they thought they wouldn't make it. So like. Like I said, if you guys have any friends that are thinking of dropping out, please let them know that there's more researchers out there that the ACT won't always be, like, a serious test because you could always retake it. So, like, yeah, don't just remind them every day that testing is always, you could always retake it, but getting a diploma is, like, once in a lifetime. So, yeah, if you guys have any questions, again, you guys could tweet us, Facebook us, or come visit us. We have the resources. So, since I'm here with Jennifer, I want to ask her a question. So, do you have any friends that were thinking of dropping out or dropped out and that has affected you in your, like, educational life? Mm, Yes, I had, uh, well, I had two friends that did drop out in high school, and that kind of made an impact in my life because um, just the thought of, like, my friends not, continuing to study and not seeing them in high school made me kind of sad and it made me kind of feel like they they needed help and that they that well it was my turn to be in high school and finish high school for them and to tell them that you can't do it and that you need to go and ask for help and like just not give up actually two of my friends are going back to school and they're getting a GD so that's that's good. good that's great um, do you like do you ever had those like thoughts that you wanted to drop out of high school? Uh, I never had those thoughts because uh mm-hmm. I just like pursued my education and I always like I was always thinking of finishing high school and going oh. to college and that was like my one priority to go to college. Well, since you have a different perspective, I actually had so many, you know, I was overthinking a lot of dropping out of high school, even now, to be honest, since I'm a senior and, like, almost graduating. Um, I still have that uh, way of thinking because it's, like, it's so much pressure, and I understand them in a way because they feel like they need to work and, you know, do all these things in order to be something in life. And it's it's sad, to be honest, but, like, since we're talking about education, this is very serious and you guys have to take it, you know, serious, too, since it's dropping. You guys, I don't want anyone to drop out, to be honest. <laughs> so that's why I wrote that piece. It was very difficult to write because I had friends that dropped out that just started working and they're still working. And now they see how important it is to have a uh, high school diploma since majority of the jobs nowadays need you to be gra- graduate graduate high school. So, yeah. So now we're going to take a song break. And we'll be back.
And we're back. Uh, remember, you're listening to WLPN 105.5 Lumpin' Radio in Chicago, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. And uh, we have a little announcement at uh, Yolokali Spring Show. It's this Friday, May 13, from 5 through 7 p.m. And we're going to have free snacks, free food, and free everything, guys. So you guys have to come through, bring your friends, your mom, your grandma, anyone because everyone's welcome here. So, yeah. And also, uh, Street Art and Camera Flux are going to um, exhibit their work. So, you guys could, like, be, like, critiques or something. And, you know, tell them if you like it or not or what else they have to add. But, yeah. Now, we're going to talk about a little bit what we're going to do next, which is we're going to talk about Jahaira. She did a piece about a talented teen. But I just want to introduce it, which is about, like, a girl that she interviewed her best friend that she didn't know what to, you know, major for in college. So, like, she wanted to interview her to see what she wanted to do. And this is a piece by Jahaira. Teenagers have about four years to discover their whole life goal. Or at least that's how it feels. My name is Gabriela Saray Lara Ortega Duarte. I am a student at Benito Juarez Jr. And I enjoy to bake, I like to sing, and I really like to draw. Gabby is a young 16-year-old artist who has a great passion for art and baking. Her passion for art was given to her by her sibling. Uh, what got me into art, honestly, it had to be my brother, my elder brother. You know, when I was younger, this was around when I was 11 or 12, he used to draw a lot. He was really inspired by Marvel Comics, DC Comics, especially Stan Lee. And so basically, I would see him draw all these, what I thought at the time, really good drawings. And I just like, I wanted to do that too. I was like, well, I, I do still like to bake, but eh, whatever. Drawing wouldn't be such a bad thing. And here I am, four years later, completely in love with drawing. <laughs> But she struggles to what she wants to do. Her passion for art and baking had one to two years to be set for the future. I honestly do not know if I actually do want to do something with my art. Like, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do prints and stuff. Maybe I'll use it to for pastry skills, you know, decorations and stuff. But as for now, I think I just want to get better. Maybe I'll go into animation. I'm, I'm not sure yet. My future is very blurry. I'm not really sure what I want to do with my art, but it's, it's a fun thing for me. It helps me get de-stressed and it helps me learn different things. But she is still trying her best to get her art out there in projects such as the Pink Vow she's currently working on with her friend. Uh, as for projects I'm working on right now, I am currently working with my best friend on this little project she has. It's about a, it's a story. Uh, it's called The Pink Void, and I'm also a voice actor for her, for a character called Strawberry, and I also, uh, work for her as, well, I don't really work, but I draw for her the certain characters, and it's just this big thing we're hoping to make it successful. But as for now, it's just a little skill project that we're trying to, you know, biggin, biggin, if that's a word. Uh, as for my art, you can find it on my Tumblr blog, and I, I have a shop. 
So I just sell stickers and shirt designs and stuff. Even teens have a passion for something, but only the real dedicated ones will take it far. So are you dedicated to take your passion to the next level? We're back, and since this was a piece about a girl that she wasn't really sure what she wanted her major, I want to ask Jennifer, like, what are your, like, plans to major for? Uh, well, right now I'm thinking about sports broadcasting, but I also have um, business in my thoughts, oh, okay. and it's kind of a, it's a difficult decision to make because you don't know uh, either to go for yeah one major or to go to another since you like both so yeah i kind of like relate to this piece and there's nothing wrong not knowing what you want to major on since you could change it once you're in college and you could still think about it throughout your senior year yeah yeah you guys you you guys have like a lot of times because i think i know for a fact that you could you have to declare your major by i think your junior year sophomore year of college so you still have like two more years to decide what you want to be. And what I want to major for, I'm not really sure. I think I want to do the same thing I'm doing here with Yolo Kali, which is, you know, audio produc production and all that. It's really fun. I I just like have difficulties of what I want to major with because there's a lot of things I want to be, but I'm not really sure. So, yeah, that's that's what, yeah. Do you want to add anything? Well, no, just like tell them again, like to our... Uh, audience that you can't always change your major and you don't have to be pre feel pressure to decide whether to take and I think you always you can always um double major because like I had a friend that she double majored but yeah like if you guys don't have no know what to major with just look at your talents and if you're good at something look at if you look at the school that you want to go and make sure that they have what you are good at so like so you guys won't have struggles and all that but yeah you guys if you guys have any questions tweet us please or um you know facebook us or just come through um now we're gonna talk about college tuition and obviously we're almost out of high school um uh this is a piece by joy he uh he did this piece because it's a very difficult situation, but it's for, like, he talks about for, like, immigrant people and how they don't have access for FAFSA. We are... Yolo Cali! And you are listening to... Lumpin' Radio! 105.5 FM. WLPN! Most college students in the U.S. stress about college. But what do they stress about? They stress over the F word. No, not that F word. But the word finances. Finances in their school. Tuition. Ugh, it's like the government's not trying to help. Why can't they help students like me? Because of my legal status in the U.S., I don't qualify for financial aid. I've also applied to many private scholarships. But it's hard for me to be awarded these scholarships because I'm competing against millions of students across the U.S. 
who also need financial support. I for sure don't want to take out a loan. I'll be in debt forever. College tuition is way too expensive. How am I going to finish school to support and pursue my passion and give back to my community? I mean, I'm a good citizen. I pay hella taxes. I have a 3.3 GPA. I have a clean record. And on top of all that, I create art for myself and the community. BusinessInsider.com says that the debt that students face in America has reached $1 trillion. The average cost of a private university is more than $24,000. The medium income for students is about $28,000. One can barely pay off school. How is the average student supposed to survive? I, no, I mean we, we the students have expenses too. gonna do after high school hmm I don't know just hang out I guess hang out your future is hazy trying to figure it out asking why I'm here so you crashing in doubt it's your choice to voice it whole world your oyster can't be dropping the ball when your future's not in the toilet telescope is the focus make a mark and get noticed get the degree thermostat help me out float it if you want to fly jet you should go to college reach high and cash checks fill your head with knowledge if you want to watch pain don't go to college but So guys, yeah, we talked about, well, Joey mentioned about the immigration status, so uh, we have 
uh, right here, Jennifer, she's uh, she has trouble with financial aid too. So, what's like your experience with that? Well, I actually related to this piece, audio piece, because I am an undocumented student and I can apply to FAFSA because of that. So it's kind of like a challenge since, well, I don't have help from the government or anything like that. So it's a struggle to get like money to go to college and actually um, have a good um, life, I would say, not worry too much about the money for college. Okay, yeah, so since, like, it was about financial aid, I have to, like, since I'm part of, you know, I'm from the United States, I did actually apply for um, FAFSA, so, like, it was, well, it wasn't really difficult to apply for, it's just you have to have a social security number and all that, and you have to apply for it with um, your your parents' income tax in order to get uh, federal help, so, yeah, but... Now we have a student that he actually went through college, but he uh, dropped out due to that financial, like, he couldn't afford it. So today we have Edwin. Hello. What's up, guys? So can you please tell us what school that you went to and uh, a reason why you dropped out? Um, After high school, I, I was going to the Art Institute. I got accepted there for audio production. Um, I dropped out during my second semester due to my fi- financial financial aid problems. Yeah. Because I was paying like twenty thousand out of my pocket, and I was like, and I couldn't afford it. So I was like, damn, like I just I just need to drop out, so I won't put myself in more debt, you know. Yeah. So do you have any plans, like now that you actually dropped out? Um, at the moment, my plans, well, of course, go back to school, but right now, basically, just work, get enough money to go back to college, so I won't be worrying about, oh, like, I'm going to put myself in more debt, you know, after I finish college, I'm going to be like, uh, like, I'm, like, I'm basically screwed, you know? Yeah. So, basically, I'm just working right now, saving money, so I could afford to go to college, you know? Uh, what would you advise to like future college students to do like to not actually drop out what would you tell them I wouldn't know because different people have different kind of situations with financial aid some people the government helps people more oh yeah I get you because some families are like in the middle class lower class and the high class and stuff like that true like I don't know is there personal op- opinion you know because I did it by myself you know people were telling me don't drop out don't drop out you know keep going to school but I had to drop out because I, I-, I didn't want to put myself in debt you know yeah I understand but like something I would tell like future college students is that if you guys don't have you know the money for it I will always recommend to apply for like scholarships or find resources like you know programs from after school to help you guys seek for more um help but like if dropping out is always an option and but you believe that you will go back to college uh do it if you want but like always put your education first because education will always be there for you and it's important to have education um but besides that uh we're gonna uh jennifer's gonna talk about the access bill Oh, well, I was going to mention uh, the resources that you guys on that we can uh, get 
So it would be like scholarships, like you said, Adeline, and also um, this uh, bill called the Access Bill. It's actually institutional aid for undocumented students. So it just passed the uh, Senate and now it needs to pass the House. So this um, bill will allow undocumented students to go to college and get money from universities. So yeah. institutional help is like money that the universities give to students. So this would be a good um, resource for undocumented students and not also that, that but uh, the fact that uh, they could get scholarships and have uh, like a little help. Op- yeah, like an open door to college. Yeah, uh, well, since we're talking about college, I just want to remind everyone, like, thanks to Edwin, like, for sharing your story. It's I know it's very personal, but thank you for, you know, telling us what you've been through and all that. Um, also, I want to um, mention that, yeah, like, you, uh, there's a lot of scholarships out there, guys. Like, if you have a talent, you have to look for it. Like, there's scholarships that if you have a talent, like, I don't know, like, there's even for nerds, like, Yogi Cards or something. They have scholarships for that. So, yeah, like, do you want to add anything, Jennifer? Uh, no, just, the f- um, I would add a little bit of saying, uh, that, to not give up and that just uh, search resources for for to get money free. There's always out, uh, money out there, even though that people say that the budget is kind of um, it's being cut. Yeah, it's yeah, being cut. Government. But just uh, look up scholarships and also uh, advocate for bills to pass or for the MAP grants to still uh, be there for college students. Yeah, since, like, we're having, like, kind of difficulties with the government, like, giving us the help to go to college, I just recommend you guys to apply to a lot of schools that you believe you will get help from them or scholarships from them. I mean, you you will eventually owe money, but you c- there's always work study, so meaning you could work at their campus while, like, that will pay off some of your tuition. And don't worry about that. Don't don't also worry about loans because I know there's loans that they give you like nine months after you graduate to pay it or like do payments of it. So you guys don't have to be like worried. Like in my personally, I I'm going to take out loans, and there there it's gonna be difficult. But I know it's for a good reason, which is me getting my education done. So like if you guys don't get nervous for it, like there's always opportunities there and. I'm pretty sure that those schools that you're going to, they're going to give you resources in order to, you know, pay off your tuition. But, yeah, like, since we're having problems with the um, government that they're cutting our school fundings and all that and um, closing universities and schools in general, um, that, yeah, we don't, we're, we basically don't have the money to go to college, but we all always have the, you know, the hope to go to college. But, yeah, like I said, there's resources out there. Just don't procrastinate. Don't be lazy to apply for scholarships or uh, seek for help because that's important. And especially for the undocumented students, if you're undocumented, please start applying to scholarships or looking for scholarships during your junior year or, like, you know, seek for help or, like, schools that you know that – help undocumented students that give scholarships to those, um, please call or, you know, get more information about that because there's education for everyone, but sadly there's not enough money for everyone. But, yeah, 
we all know that education is important and that it's necessary in life. So yeah, just get the help if you need it. If you don't, just still look for it. So do you want to add anything? Uh, I would just say to not give up and like you said, um, motivate yourself to get up, go to uh, universities, ask for help, ask if they have scholarships, ask for any type of resources that you guys need. So yeah, just don't give up and do what you have to do to go to college. So yeah, just you know, participate as much as you can in your school. Be active outside your community. You never know the programs you're part of. They could recommend you, write you a letter of, uh, of recommendation for scholarships. So yeah, just you know, just give something so you could get something back. That's important because you're just not gonna get everything easily, especially financially, like help. So yeah, like I had to do a lot in order. To like, it looks so good in your college application when you're writing that you're doing something for your community. And I recommend you guys start doing something outside school, not just inside school. So, like, do something. Like, you guys could always come to your locale and, you know, work with us. You know, do be part of our classes, which are street art, uh, camera flocks, or your story your way. Like, you guys could be part of this radio show, too. And it feels really great to tell colleges that I'm part of uh radio show and like it's unbelievable for them to believe me like that but i just want to mention again about the yolokali spring show which is friday may 13 from 5 to 7 p.m uh there's gonna be a lot of free snacks free food and you guys could like come and chat bring your friend so you guys could you know register and be part of the classes which are street art camera flux and your story your way so yeah guys so yeah, guys, come. Um, don't be afraid to come. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of fun. So bring your friends and just it will be a good time to hang out and see what the what Yolo College Spring Show is all about. So yeah, and not only that, we're going to also do like a live show during that time. So you guys could probably get interviewed by us. Or if you guys have any questions, you guys could ask us like how we do this like radio show basically. But, yeah, you guys could be part of this radio show. And, yeah, thanks for listening. And my name's Adeline. My name's Jennifer. And we just want to give a special thanks to Edwin Gomez that he was part. He was in charge of the controls. And also thanks to those that were part of it, which was Emmanuel and the people that were interviewed in George, um, the ACT piece. Now we're going to continue with the music jams. Thanks, thanks for guys. listening. You're listening to WLPM 105.5 FM, Lumpin' Radio Chicago, broadcasting live from Studio Y, your locality in Little Village. Thank guys. Thank you. Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolo Cali. 
on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are